Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. So welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer and Rogers Place. Emmett's Oilers and the New York Rangers. Rangers, uh, first of uh, back-to-back games are in Calgary tomorrow night, and it looks like Igor Shesterkin is going to start against the Flames. Alexander Georgiev appears to be the starter for tonight's game. You know, it was also uh, the New York Rangers who elected to take the Edmonton package instead of the Calgary package for Cam Talbot. That'll get the conspiracy theorists going. We're going to head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. Elliot Friedman brought to you by Mid-City Construction. Thanking everybody on the roads this year for their patience, making it another safe and successful construction season. Mid-City Construction, celebrating 40-plus years. He's one of the most plugged-in bin in the business. We're pleased to be joined by Elliot Friedman. Hello, Elliot. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, Bob. How are you doing today, man? We've had a good week. Oh, yeah? How come? Well, we've had... Uh, Let's see. Paul Coffey, Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messi, and Kevin Lowe in our... Uh, uh, oh, that's right. Tonight's Lowe's night. Of tonight's course. Lowe's night. Yeah, yeah. I, I know yeah. you guys are all planning the parade in Toronto last night after you beat uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning 2-1. So, I'm just... Oh, yeah. Baghdad Bob is back. Okay. Now oh, oh okay. Hey, by the there. way, by the way, why why do they, why do the players pick on the non-players on the like? Some somebody pointed you, out that uh, they were. What are you talking about? They were, I, like honestly, I didn't see much last night. I was driving back from Buffalo, so I didn't see. There much. we go. Well, and we're gonna get to Jack Eichel in a second, but uh, yeah. uh, I, I heard that somebody was uh, having fun with your hair. I think you have great hair, man. Like, your beard that you had was one of the greatest beards of all time. There have I got no problem with any of this stuff. It's I, supposed I, to be you, fine. I, I know it's supposed to be funny. It's like, you know what? They pick on the fat kid on the on, on the oiler panel, too, right? That's kind of the inside <laughs> joke. It's like, you know, Stoffer, I knew you when you only had one. That's not nice to say about Principe. <laughs> yeah. Well... I just remind them that as Italy wins the Euro. Uh, they're not France. Just remember that. <laughs> God, Bob. All right. Uh, and I'm referring to the fact that France is the, the deepest and best country in the world right now in international soccer and the reigning World Cup holders. But, hey, Italy won the Euro. All right. Hey, Elliot. So, boom, it happened. Um yeah. And I, I know I heard you actually uh, on the NHL Network yesterday. I heard you as mm-hmm. I was driving in for the uh, Kevin Lowe Gala last night. Uh, this was mm-hmm. a pretty interesting deal that, that you you suggested last night on the air that you thought maybe could have got done Thursday last week. Is that right? Yeah, it was close. Like, I, I got a call. I actually thought it was Friday. Um, I, had, I got a call last Friday saying could be today. And... Um, you know, I I think that had been true. I I, I I mentioned that before the interview started with Eichel. Um, I mentioned that to him, and he said he actually thought it was going to be Thursday. His birthday was last Thursday. Okay. And he thought that was going to be like a good birthday. He was hoping that was going to be a really good birthday gift for him. 
And, I, you know, I think they were haggling over some of the minutiae, like uh, how, you know, we know the protection on Vegas' first rounder is, is top 10, right? And I, yep. I think that's one of the things they were kind of haggling over. But, you know, eventually they got there. I know for all the craziness that erupted the last few days, most people I talked to think that it was kind of locked in on Vegas for most of the last week. We had Kevin Weeks on the show yesterday. And yep. Kevin had put a tweet out about the Calgary Flames. And yep. Twitter went crazy because Matthew's Kachuk yes, name was uh, mentioned. And, you know, nobody has helped uh, regenerate the energy in the Battle of Alberta more than Matthew Kachuk. So that would have been a huge loss in our province because he's, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's a player that gets, you know, people in the game. Um, mm-hmm. But there's been conflicting. And these situations, you've always said, Elliot, they're fluid. But yeah. Buffalo pretty much denied that there was serious like, what did they say about the Calgary and the things with Kevin Adams what did you hear on that front well I think well if you listen to Adams press conference yesterday he denied it I think Buffalo asked I think they asked about Manjapani too um, and the Flames just weren't going to do that um, you know I, I think that I think Calgary was in it for a long time I'd said that many times I think they really tried. I don't think they were ever anywhere close. Like, I think the reason, I think the Flames were mad about two things. Number one, they were mad that uh, Kachuk's name got out. And number two, it created this impression that they had this great offer on the table and they still couldn't get the deal done. So that's why I think the Flames were mad. Um, I don't think Kachuk was in it. I don't think Manjapani was in it. I think they were brought up. I think Calgary was was not. I think Calgary was willing to do some of their prospects, uh, some picks, some uh, some uh, someone off the roster to make it work. Like I think they were really interested in doing that, um, but not with those two names. And um, the the other thing too is that you know. I really think that Buffalo liked Krebs a lot. He was a guy that they were targeting. And the other thing someone mentioned it to me was Buffalo wanted Tuck because, you know, one of the things that Adam said in his media conference yesterday was, we have a player that really wants to be here. Buffalo's got a lot of issues where guys don't want to be there. At the end of last year, you know, well, Eichel, now we know it's a year now. Reinhardt didn't want to be there. Ristolainen didn't want to be there. They needed somebody with a bit of NHL cachet who was willing to be there. And when they knew that they could get Tuck in the deal and he'd be as happy as he was to get there, that was very valuable to them. So I don't think Calgary had a prospect they liked as, as much as Krebs and a guy who could say I was happy to be in that market like Tuck. And now with 2020 hindsight, it's easier for me to say that that's one of the reasons Vegas got the deal done. I had a longtime NHL executive back in the... I had a conversation with him like in 92 or 93 about the aftermath of LaFerre Lindros where the Nordiques took two, accepted two different offers. And this individual, who may be in the building tonight, said to me, there will be collateral damage for the Rangers because their players' names involved in the deal will be out there, and they'll have to move some of those guys as a result. 
interesting comment. Interesting and was quite prophetic because they did have to, if you recall, they did end up having to move some of the pieces whose names were out there in that trade for, uh, to you know, their offer for the Nordiques uh, to get the rights for Eric Lindros. And I'm going to circle back. Do you think that there's a possibility? Because some names, I mean, there's been some speculation already on Kachuk, who I think is yeah. a heck of a player. Like two years ago in the playoffs, I thought he was their best player uh, up front. Right now, it's Elias Lindholm. But just, just your mm-hmm. thoughts on that. Do you think that could be a possibility? Not right now. Look, like Kachuk's not stupid, right? You know, you heard what he said about Brady. Like they're the Kachuks understand the business. Yes, I'm sure he was surprised. Um. I'm sure they told him that he was asked about. But look, like they're they're doing well right now. They got a good team. They they've got you know, what 15 points in 10 games. Uh, they're six one and three. They have an identity. His, li- his line's playing really well. You know, winning cures a lot of things. But the other thing too is like Kachuk knows. You know, his his contract's up at the end of this year. You don't think that he's aware that. They're headed towards a big negotiation and a, and a big decision that could go in a lot of different directions. He he can't be surprised to hear to like like if you say well you know maybe it's not like if someone takes the position and I think it's dumb for them to trade him right now it, 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 while it's going the way it's going unless they get a ridiculous offer they can't say no to right but but. You don't. You don't think that he realizes that at some point in the next eight months, this decision, no matter what happens, that this decision is coming up. Like, like we can all see that somewhere down the road, and not too far down the road, yeah. there's going to be some pretty serious and legitimate conversations here, right? So, I just think the timing of it would surprise him because he's probably sitting here saying, "We're going really well. This is nice," and and what? And that's what you have to just sort out. But, you know, it does happen. Like, you know, one of the reasons that some people in the league don't like the job I do is because they say that it unloads grenades in their dressing rooms. Yeah. And uh, that's the way it goes. You bet. Uh, By the way, it was Amante and James Patrick, who's the current head coach of the Winnipeg Ice. Those were the two players that ended up moving. It was a couple years later. It was during the 93-94. Well, also, it's a little bit different. That was also Keenan. I don't think Keenan was a fan of Patrick. And didn't Amante get them Brian Newton and Stefan Matteau? Who he loved. They were trying to win the cup. They were trying to get a Stanley Cup. And they got it. And they got it. And they got it. Vegas yeah. is trying to get a Stanley Cup. Now, here's the challenge for Vegas. And I know you spoke to Jack Heichel. How long is he going to be out for here? He said three months. He's getting the surgery next week, I believe, early next week. And he said three months. You know, Buffalo goes to Vegas on February 1st. That's Vegas's last game before the Olympic break. I think that's too soon. But I thought it was interesting he knew when it was. Um, but he says three months, and he is like you know. It's, it's interesting hearing him talk about the surgery. There's a UFC fighter named Chris Weidman, spelled a little bit differently than the Chris Weidman who plays in the NHL. But there's a UFC fighter, and he was one of the guys I watched it when I was doing research on this a long time ago. He was one of the guys whose documentary I watched because he's had the surgery. And Eichel said that Weidman told him that. 
he's had you know he's had 20 surgeries and this was the easiest one the other thing Eichel told me off camera that I didn't realize is that this disc replacement is he's he told me it's an outpatient surgery like you don't have to like I said like how long are you off your feet or anything like that and he said it's not like that so um, you know I'm really curious to see it now this becomes like like everybody's watching this Bob because you know Eichel has has stood steadfast that this is the way it goes and he's done a lot of research into it but still the Knights and him together are taking the plunge into the lake right you know you can say what you want we don't know yet this is going to be the test case for a lot of people and he says three months and you know what I hope it works because if it does work, it's a breakthrough, and um, and you know it's as you said, it, it's about the way he's going to live the rest of his life, right? So I really hope it works, but we're all going to watch it together. Well, one thing about uh, the Vegas Golden Knights with George McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon, they are all in all the time, aren't they? Oh yeah, oh yeah. One of the WHL GMs to me too. He was kind of laughing. He said like. Trading with Kelly McCrimmon can be real hell, and he said that as a compliment to McCrimmon. So I, I, I did get a good laugh about that. I thought that was, I thought that was very funny. They, uh, this one was a grind. There's no question about that. There are teams in the WHL towards the end of his tenure, Brandon, that would just hang up the phone when he called because they knew they were going to lose whatever offer he was making. They couldn't win. The no, I didn't know that. He'd, he'd find a way to eat. He, he, he was on top, which was why he was on the radar screen for the Edmonton general manager's job before he was promoted from assistant GM to G, uh, GM by George McPhee. Uh, we're joined by Elliot Friedman for Mid-City Construction. Uh, so the Eichel story takes precedence over the story over the last 10 days involving Kyle Beach and the Chicago Blackhawks. And I know you wrote a piece saying this is there, there, there's miles to go before anybody sleeps here, isn't there, on this one? Yeah, this is, um, this is not over. We had... Um we had Allison Forsythe, the former Canadian uh, Olympic skier, uh, on, and, and you know she does a lot of work uh, in this in this field. She's a real advocate, and, and her work is very impressive. And she said one thing uh, to me, or us, because we met her as a group, that has stuck with me. And she said that. Um, this will embolden victims, which is a good thing, because people need to be able to come forward. So, A, justice can be brought, and B, more and more victims can feel comfortable coming forward. And she said, so that will bring more people out. And, you know, what that means, though, is that more it means more stories. And, you know, she said a lot of sports and a lot of, you know, places outside sports are going to look terrible because of it. But she said, you better be ready. You know, yesterday I was in uh, my own world because I was working on the Eichel stuff. Um, but there were a couple stories yesterday that came out that you're looking at and you're saying, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's a lot. And I, I just think we have to expect that it's it, there's going to be a lot for some time to come. Elliot, a couple quick hitters just to wrap up. Uh, best team, best two teams in the Eastern Conference right now. Best two teams in the Eastern Conference. Well, you know, even though their their record isn't the best, 
Um, I, I say Tampa long-term until proven otherwise, but there's going to be a hell of a game tonight between Florida and Carolina. Yep. And even though on Saturday the Hockey Night in Canada matchups take precedence for me, I will definitely be watching that one. Okay, and out west, who do you like? Out west, the, the two best teams... You know, I, I don't like. I, I don't know yet. I mean, you guys are making a case. There's, there's, there's no question about that. You guys, like, I still think Colorado is a great team. They're just nowhere close to being what they're going to be. I, I'm really impressed with St. Louis to start the year. Uh, I like them a lot. Um, you know, I, I think that you guys are definitely making a case. You know my issue with with the Oilers. Just, you know, can Smith stay healthy? Does Holland eventually have to fortify the position? But I've been really impressed the way you guys have started the year. You're much deeper. I think you're much better prepared to handle depth than you have been in some time. Great stuff, Elliot. We appreciate the time. And uh, we'll touch base uh, next uh, Friday. All right, Bob. Enjoy tonight. We're gonna have, uh, have a great uh, have a great night, buddy. You bet. Twelve forty nine in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott joining you on Oilers now. Uh, do want to do a little bit of di- uh, business here again? Elliot Freeman brought to you every Friday in Oilers now by Mid City Construction. Thanking everybody on the roads this year for their patience, making it another safe and successful construction season. Mid City Construction celebrating forty plus years, and we'll tell you that guests in Oilers now receive certificates too. Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply saving a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had, 99.90 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Chris, and Taylor that Oilers now sent you. When we come back, Brendan Escott will take over the show for about uh, five minutes. He'll take you back in the Oilers Now uh, audio vault for direct workwear and also bring you the Oilers Now injury report for James H. Brown injury lawyers. This is Oilers Now. It's 1250 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. All right, Brendan Escott with you, and I had exactly as much warning as you did that I'd be taking over the last five minutes of this, so let's see if we can make it sound all right with the James H. Brown injury report brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. Miko Koskinen is starting once again in net tonight in place of Mike Smith. Yeah, day-to-day injury turning into week-to-week as it stands right now. It's been over two weeks since Smith picked up that original knock but when you're winning you get the luxury of taking your time with that kind of thing and I think that a month or so from now it's probably in everybody's best interest for the Oilers that Smith did take his time in this instance on the other side of tonight's matchup the Rangers could well be without Ryan Reeves he's listed as day-to-day it's a lower body injury for him as well and elsewhere in the NHL Patrick Laine he'll miss four to six weeks of action for the Blue Jackets he strained his oblique and if you're a baseball fan, you know how uh, lingering and problematic those those injuries can be. Now, obviously, this whole situation, it's become just that. It wasn't a day or two without Mike Smith. It's becoming a bit of a, a juggling act for your Dave Tippett as, with respect to trying to get everybody the amount of reps that they all need. Don't forget, Stuart Skinner's been kind of sitting around as well. Here's Tippett. We'll monitor how Mike goes day-to-day here. Because it, it really does go just day to day, so we'll we'll see how that goes. But uh, we're cognizant of what you're talking about. 
and and the other thing, I, I mean, Skinner played really well in camp. He had, uh, you know, we don't want him sitting around a long time here. So whether he gets a game here or Mike comes back and he gets down and gets playing, we'll see how it goes. But he's, uh, you know, he's in practice and everything. You see, he's, his game is at a new level this year. So I wouldn't hesitate to throw him in if we if we decide that. And as far as uh, Tippett's thoughts on the Rangers tonight, here. Uh, we've done some homework on them. I mean, high skill team. They got some some top players that if you play a wide open game, they can hurt you. But uh, they played a lot of games on the road. They're playing solid. The goaltenders played solid. So we'll have to. Uh, we got to make sure we we've talked a lot about. We want to end this home stand off right before we head out on the road. So. Uh, like to see our team come out and play a real solid game. And again, they'll get the lesser of two goaltenders in terms of uh, the Rangers situation. They'll start Elias Shesterkin tomorrow night on Hockey Night in Canada against Calgary. So Alex uh, Georgiev will start against the Oilers this evening. Now, as far as what Tippett's really seen that's impressed him out of this year's Oilers group. I think the biggest thing is that the uh, we're in games and there's you know, sometimes the game's going well for you. Sometimes the game's not going well. We've stayed pretty even keel, and we're, you know, I know the players talk about let's find a way to win this game. And and there's different scenarios that arise during the game. It could be a a game where your goaltender is really good, or your special teams are strong, or you just got to hang in there. And and you know, the Vegas game, we're playing it back to back, and and uh, you just got to hang in there and try to find a way to win. So that's been kind of the main. The main theme from our group is doesn't matter what happens, we got to find a way to win, and, and we've been able to do that a few times. It's a pretty complete-looking roster up front right now, especially when you factor in everybody's contributions thus far. The penalty kill's getting it done. Don't need to say much about the power play. Things are rolling for Edmonton right now. We'll see if that continues tonight. Again, it is Miko Koskinen starting in goal, and he's having a, a lot better of um, a time just being in Edmonton this year with the fact that his family's around. No, I think it's, uh, it's everything, you know. You don't realize that when they're... Like Ganya just try to battle through, but uh, when they're actually here, and uh, it it means everything for me. And again, Costco, Koskinen's performance is, is really, I think, the reason that they've been allowed to take it much slower with Mike Smith and his recovery. Okay, uh, ahead on the other side of a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Who we connected with. We'll hear from, oh, that's right, Sportsnet's back. And then at 1.30, we'll try and connect with uh, Yari Curry to round out Hall of Fame week in honor of Kevin Lowe. You'll hear that Jersey retirement ceremony tonight on 6.30, Chad, right after the 5 o'clock news. And then game time, Cam and Bob on the call between the Oilers and the Rangers. That's at 7 o'clock. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Bob should be back on the other side of that. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.